Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. That's weekend style, July 4th weekend slash week style. Since it's during the week, people are going to take a whole week off for vacation. So have fun, whether or not you're at the beach, whether you're going on vacation, whatever you're doing, we got you with all types of sports entertainment today. I am Sean Bell. Next to me, Bill Matz. We are your substitute teachers again, two Fridays in a row, rocking with you. Bill, how you feeling? They must really enjoy these uh, phenomenal Philly Fridays. Uh, if I'm looking a little crispy this week, spent a couple days out on the beach, so a little red, but I was driving back up today. I could just see everyone else going the other way. I was like, oh, look at those suckers stuck in traffic. It's like, wait, I'm... I'm going to work though, and they're yeah, they're yeah, heading down the shore. Yeah. But it's it's always fun uh, when you pull up to the you know the Odyssey Building here on a, uh, a Friday, especially in the summer holiday weekend. Plenty of parking. Yeah, and you're uh, going back. Yes, I will. You're be going, going back, I, so you're going to be in that traffic too, just later. I will. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully by you know seven tonight, it's it's died down a bit. Hopefully. So you go so you going right back out there, huh? Oh yeah. We oh, only okay. took one car down and Ava's just sitting there like, oh, I guess I don't need the car tonight. I was like, Good. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'll be back. See, yeah, yeah. You'll be back to have a little fun, have a little party. And listen, there's a lot going on today, okay? A lot going on. We got your power hour, of course, at six o'clock giving you all the best bets of the day, okay? We got a lot of good things for you. Sriracha. Sriracha. I, mean, I, I didn't know we were gonna be talking about <laughs> sriracha, but we, we got some sriracha items. To talk about some sriracha, uh, lack of supply to talk about, plus some hot takes to go with those srirachas. Plus, of course, we got our bonus bets that we're going to get to free money. We always give free money on the show, free money bets that we're going to give you so you can spend a little bit and hopefully gain a little bit over this weekend, over this July 4th weekend. And of course, we got to talk basketball to kick things off. Listen, free agency, usually during free agency, it's like 12.01 a.m., it, there's some type of big signing. There's some type of movement. I expected to come in here and talk about all types of new things going on in the NBA. So far, nada. Oh, we have uh, we have Joe Harris. <laughs> we have Joe Harris. Yes, that's, Joe, that's it. Joe Harris. For y'all, all y'all who who don't know, I'm I'm refreshing Woj every second I get. Joe Harris being traded to Detroit Pistons, Brooklyn Nets. Joe Harris being traded to the Detroit Pistons for two second round picks. That's it. And basically it's a deal that frees up money for the Brooklyn Nets so they can move maneuver and do some other things. But it wasn't a, a trade to immediately get better. It was a trade just to free up money so hopefully they can play in the free agency market a little bit more and do some other things that they want to do. But clearly they're not trying to win this year. I mean, since that's the only 
What are your thoughts on that? Since that's the only one to talk about so far. <laughs> I guess that actually happened. I guess they're really just trying to, uh, you know, free up some money. Like you said, play in free agency and start building around their lone remaining uh, all-star and Ben Simmons. Just really, <laughs> really get that thing going. He's he's going to sit out the World Cup so yeah. that so that he can focus on his rehab from his injury and uh, and come back and and be the Ben Simmons. Who went first overall in 2016? But yeah, yeah it's uh, Joe Harris is a guy. His minutes were way down last year. Still a hell of a three point shooter, but you know only two attempts a game now, down from like three to four. Played 20 minutes instead of the normal 30. He's not a guy that contributed nearly as much as he did in his late 20s, and it's it's Joe Harris. Like yeah. <laughs> that is all we have to this point. Uh, there's other things, you know, on the horizon. I'm sure we'll get into, but it's the Brooklyn Nets are exactly. They're, they're the team that went out in the first round without much of a fight and haven't shown us a ton since their big three all forced their way out. It's they're the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. What are you going to do there? So let's, let's talk about the things that are, 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 are down the pipeline and we'll start. I know we're in Philadelphia, so we lean towards Philadelphia, but this is the biggest domino in the entire NBA right now. James Harden, what happens there? Where does he go? Allegedly, they're in trade talks to ship James Harden potentially to the Clippers, but James Harden opted into his deal. That's going to give him about, I think, $37, $38 million for the year. Somewhere around But that. opted in but are going to work on a trade. He It was an opt-in to work on a trade to go somewhere else and – Right now, they're linked to the – several teams are sort of linked, allegedly. Even the Miami Heat are linked, although that doesn't seem – That sounds like the opposite. <laughs> like, of what the Miami but Heat But it want. would be the ultimate – it would be the ultimate validation of Heat culture if James Harden could go there and become a winner, stop just quitting at the end of playoff games. Like, if you could get James Harden to buy in, Eric Spolstra should just be in the Hall of Fame before he retires. <laughs> <laughs> he, they should name it and forget Naismith. It's now the Spolstra Hall of Fame, but I, that's absolutely ridiculous. The Clippers seems a lot more, just a little more on brand for James Harden. It's, I, I really love him opting into a contract to force his way out of somewhere, though. Well, he ends up getting what he wants, even though nobody actually wants him. It, well, it actually works out it works money out wise for everybody, for everyone. Yes. Right? You opt in. And now you can trade that contract, which will give you more, give the uh, Philadelphia 76ers more space because if, if Harden just left, like 12 mil. Yes, exactly. It's 12 like a million. Reliever. Exactly. Like, you yeah. wouldn't be able to get anything. So he helped out again. Dal Murray and James Harden yes. are friends. I'm, I'm, I'm curious on the thought process of him wanting to leave. Right? I, like, why, why is it a situation where you're going to opt in just to leave and work for a trade? Why are you working with the 76ers and why didn't you want to stay? Because it seemed like. Daryl Morey may have wanted you to stay. So what's what was the thought process there between, I would love to hear in a, a, a future interview that we're obviously going to get, oh, yeah. with James Harden's thought process of of saying, I don't want to take less money and play with Joel Embiid and figure this thing out, as opposed to, let's get out of here, get That's, traded, and let's get out. I think it's just the, the gravitational pull of Joel Embiid. There's only so. There's only one ball. Like we, you know, there's how are all these stars going to play together? There's only one ball. With the way Harden and Embiid play together, I just don't think there's much room to grow from here. Yes, the pick and roll works, and when Harden has a few days off, he's able to actually shoot from three, and the ball you know doesn't fall a foot short of the rim as it might you know in game six or seven of a series, say. But it looked like there were things that those two could do together that if they just continued to work on them, maybe. But end of the day, 
it's Joel Embiid's, it's going to be his team. And I think this is Harden looking for his basketball freedom, as we were told he wanted. He didn't want to play in an, in an offense that was built around somebody else. Which is interesting because even in Brooklyn, the, the ball, it wasn't centered around him. It wasn't, yeah. And, and, and he seemed to not complain about that. I guess that's So the, what is it about Joel Embiid that you're saying to yourself, I don't want to play here, I don't want to share the rock with him or the Sixer organization? The blame will, like, you work here at WIP. We love Embiid. Now, listen, I'm all for blaming Embiid, but I'm going to center it on James Harden, and I think that's a lot. Like, he's Embiid is ours. He's Phillies. So as much as we get mad at him, it's not like, get him the hell out of my organization. He's the embarrassment. While, it's like, well, he is the one who comes up short all the time. Harden's only been here two years. I do think there is, like, that element of, I'm going to be the one shouldering everything, even though, you know, the entire focus is the glorification of Joel Embiid. It's still going to be James Harden's fault when the team inevitably quits in a Game 7. Like, I, I do think there's a little of that perception that he just, you know, if if, we, if I'm not going to win, which isn't happening in Philly, might as well go somewhere where I'm a little bit more appreciated, go somewhere. Like, outside of Daryl Morey, who in Philadelphia wants James Harden here? It's like, Elliot Shore Parks, <laughs> Daryl Morey, the end. End of list. So I, I really just, I, I think that might be a big part of it. See, I again, I don't mind James Harden being here if we change the roles and expectations from him, yeah. right? Like, okay, you can be that 20-point 10 assist guy. You don't have to shoulder things uh, for an entire playoff series, right? Like, you you can be a winner with that role. The role of superstar, you are not anymore. No. You know not what I mean? MVP you are an all-star, Yeah, which is a very good player, but long as, like, I'm, I'm of the mindset that anybody can be a champion if they're put in the right role and they accept the right role. The problem is a lot of stars and superstars and stuff like that don't want to accept the role that will allow them to win. Now, James Harden, if you just put him in the role of, all right, we're not going to count on you to shoulder everything. We can count on you to win two games in a second round series, which is good. But you are an all-star, but we need somebody else to shoulder the entire series. We We need a superstar, and that's supposed to be Joel Embiid. That's where Joel Embiid falls short, oftentimes because he's injured. And that's, but that's where he falls short because of those separate things. So And Bede's going to be 30 in the playoffs next year. What 30-year-old gets healthier? Like, he might just look at it like whether – unless we're going – unless the Sixers are going to, like, dynamically change the way they play, which I guess under Nick Nurse is a possibility. We don't know what they're going to do. But I can't imagine anyone coming to a team with this group of players and going, oh, yeah, we're going to spread it around a little more. No, your best chance to score on every possession is getting the ball to Embiid. I, I I can see him going, if this is who we are, if this is who the Sixers are, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. What is the point? Our ceiling is not quite as good as Boston, not quite as good as the best teams, and Embiid is going to be hurt in the playoffs. If that wasn't going to be the case, it would have happened by now. He would have had a healthy playoff by now. Like, and if you're in, if you're hard and looking at it like that, you, like, what's the point? Like, why? And but the it's, problem it's is, it's funny to go to the Clippers. Exactly. <laughs> so we let's talk about the other other aspect of this trade. By the way, the trade odds right now, and I don't know how much they're factoring in the fact that James Harden may go to the Clippers, but the Sixers to win it outright, eighteen to one. 
the Clippers to win it out, right? Also, 18 to 1. So, does that is that factoring in? They think that trade is going to go down, or is that what it is currently as speaking, and it would change as the trade happens? That's, uh, like, I wonder, I guess it gives the Clippers more of a chance because you have another guy who can shoulder some of the load, and if you're able to... If you're able to thread that needle with those three guys, PG and Harden and Kawhi, if you're able to thread the needle and figure, okay, we can load manage, and we can have two of the three available, like 70% of the season, and we figure it out, and then in the playoffs, everyone's going to be rested and ready to go, I guess it gives them more of a chance. But wouldn't that grouping have worked together by now? We're going to see it. Like It seems like they're going all in on the... Uh, that Stars and Scrubs roster like Phoenix. Phoenix was a deep team. They traded some guys away for KD, and now it's like, all right, we got five. Dude, I don't know if we have seven to nine, though. No. Is, is that what the Clippers are going to be? See, the Clippers are they legit as before the – if this trade happens, I don't know. But before the trade happens, right now they are legit ten solid players deep. They have a talented roster. They're just always hurt. So it's interesting. You're going to bring in James Harden, another guy who's – has a history of always being hurt at the end of the seasons. Those were over the last three seasons, right? He was yeah. able to be pretty healthy for the Sixers this year, but had some aches and pains during the end of the regular season, was hurt in the previous two playoffs. So now you have three guys, right? Like this this past year, it was PG who was out for the playoffs. Kawhi was a percentage of himself. The year before that, Paul George was the healthy one, but Kawhi yep. was out. So now you have three stars that you have to worry about. Are you going to be healthy? It also, it also surprised me that, they're all the way in. This is an all the way in move. Oh. They said we're not trading Paul George because I thought they might be. It looked one. like they were going to move on from one. It, it, it both. I what? thought it might be a situation where we go. These guys ain't I'm never going to be this. healthy. Yeah. We got to rebuild. We got to restart. As you see, other teams are making. We'll talk about the Chicago Bulls later. But it's looking like all their stars are ready to blow it up. So they ready to blow it up. The Wizards. We're never competing anyway, but they blew it up. A few teams said, let's blow this thing up and start over and trade some stars. I thought the Clippers would be one of them. Obviously, they're not. Obviously, they're going to go one more chance, and it's interesting to find out that they're into another injured guy. At this point, other than Boston and Denver, who isn't a team built around injured guys? <laughs> it's pretty much just the injured guys who let's cross our fingers and then teams starting over because they're moving on from those injured guys. Like, that's pretty much what this thing is. The league is trying so hard to make the regular season more relevant, and I don't see how you can when you just look at the landscape and go, it's not even dudes sitting out anymore. Like, oh, maybe it's load management. Seems No, they are missing... Large numbers of playoff games this last year. Giannis missed playoff game. Like everyone is missing time. You can argue the last five playoffs have been determined decided, by but yes, decided by injuries. Guys being out, whether it's Kawhi and PG always being in out. In fact, people forget Giannis was out for three for almost three games in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. It's a part of the reason why they lost in the first round because Giannis got injured in in that in that in that game. Missed the next th- missed the next two games. And then was wasn't the same when he got back. Jimmy Butler was injured again. They I don't think they were ever going to beat the Nuggets anyway. But he was injured in the, in the, in a uh, NBA Finals. So yeah, injuries was, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So it's like whether it was the KD injury back with the Warriors, whoever you want to say, it's been a bunch of injuries and it's been tough. Listen, 
we're going to take a break. We got a lot to talk about. We'll move on from the Philadelphia 76ers <laughs> and talk about some of the other teams Please. that are looking to make moves and some of the other teams that are looking to blow it up. And hopefully we get another Woj bomb during the show, okay? Make sure you keep it locked here. Sean Bell, Bill Matt, You Better You Bet, sponsored by BetMGM. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 